The following letter was sent to the bodies of elders of the United States branch. Dear brothers, experienced, mature, spiritually qualified, licensed attorneys and paralegals are needed to assist with the work at Bethel. There is a particular need for those who have experience in litigation, corporate matters, or real estate transactions. We are hoping to locate several experienced attorneys and paralegals who have exceptional analytical research and writing abilities. We trust that you will use discretion in approaching publishers regarding volunteering to assist the organization in the above way. Please note that we are not encouraging individuals to pursue higher education or university degrees to obtain skills related to legal matters. Yes, the Watchtower has no problem using individuals' skills and talents to benefit them. Yet if an individual actually wanted to use the exact same skills and talents by pursuing a higher education to obtain them, that person would be discouraged. As was seen again in the 2022 Summer Regional Conventions. You're listening to The Critical Thought, where we challenge our listeners to use critical thinking when examining the teachings of Jehovah's Witnesses. Each year, you will generally find a talk that's being held by Jehovah's Witnesses at the summer conventions on education. And they will normally have young people come out on stage and make that announcement. I gave up my scholarship. I turned down college. But this year, it had a different twist. It was interesting who they used to make this announcement. Do you remember that 18-year-old young brother who is trying to decide which path to take? Well, that was me some years ago. I'm so glad that with the help of Jehovah and my parents and other mature friends in the congregation, I made the decision, just like so many other brothers and sisters around the world, to turn down that scholarship, to give up university, and go directly into the full-time service. That is a decision that I have never regretted. That is a decision that I will never regret. Young people, Jehovah loves you. He wants you to have a wonderful, awesome life. Choose the path of full-time service if you can. You will never regret it. It will put you on a path that leads to joy and peace with our marvelous, wonderful God, Jehovah. Yes, a member of the governing body is telling young people, I gave up college. I turned down the scholarship. And all he had to say was the rest of that sentence, which is, and you need to do the same thing as well. In fact, he goes on at the very conclusion to make that point. Turn down the scholarship. This type of talk will be used by circuit overseers, elders, people all around the world in congregations will use this talk to literally beat young people to death. What's interesting is a talk like this, it will be used by circuit overseers and elders all around the world on family studies and they will literally use this to beat children to death about going to school. They will point out, you see at the assembly, Brother Sanderson, he said he didn't go to school. He even turned down the scholarship. So that's what you need to do, Tommy. 
This is going to be used over and over again. But you know what? This is really nothing new. In fact, this type of discouraging higher education goes all the way back to the founder of the Jehovah's Witnesses, Charles Taz Russell, where he too also discouraged going to college. Not only college, he even discouraged going to high school. I advise all Christians not to send their children to colleges or universities. My advice is then give your children an education up to the public school limit, not even attempting to take them through high school. When you spend over 100 years discouraging young people from going to school, higher education, it produces an interesting result. And that is, according to the Pew, Jehovah's Witnesses, they literally rank at the very bottom of social economic standings. Why? Because they have intentionally tried to dumb down their members. In 1992, that was an article that was featured in the Watchtower, an article that for a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses, it was a sigh of relief. They felt that the Watchtower finally understood what it was like not to be at Bethel, but to be out in the real world. And how for some people, they needed additional skills. They wanted additional skills and training. And in this article, the Watchtower literally began to soften its position on higher education. November 1st, 1992 Watchtower, pages 19 and 20, paragraphs 16 and 17. Education with a purpose. So when parents and young Christians today after carefully and prayerfully weighing the pros and cons, decide for or against post-secondary studies, others in the congregation should not criticize them. If Christian parents responsibly decide to provide their children with further education after high school, that is their prerogative. Did you note how the Watchtower instructed literally 8 million people not to criticize a family that decided they wanted to send their child to school. I want you to stop and think about that. Why did they have to tell Jehovah's Witnesses all around the world, don't criticize a family if they decided they wanted to send their child to school? Because in the Jehovah's Witness culture, that's what was done. People could not make that as a personal decision. As they said, it is the individual's prerogative. I can do what I want to do. It's my but unfortunately, as we can see, that was very short-lived. Currently, the Watchtower has dropped the hammer again on education. The position on higher education is taken very seriously by Jehovah's Witnesses. If a person is an elder, a ministerial servant, a regular pioneer serving in any position, they now can actually be removed from that position. And yes, we have gotten calls, we've gotten emails, we've talked to people where they or others that they know have been removed because of merely going to college. Why? Because they're considered not being an example. Now, here is the catch-22. This is what you need to keep in mind. You see, it's local. That's right. It's local. In one congregation, you could have a group of brothers, perhaps in California, they live near Google. You have a lot of brothers who have degrees in the congregation who are serving as elders. When a brother starts going to college or his children start going to college, 
there'll be no problem. Why? Because that's what they do. They understand. This brother needs a degree. He needs education. You can take that same scenario, move it to some other part of the country, some other part of the world, where the elders may not have college degrees, and all of a sudden, this same elder, same elder, decides to go to school. All of a sudden, you will start to hear these types of phrases. You know, brother, uh, the friends are concerned. They're seeing the example that you're setting them. The body of elders, we feel that you're not setting a good example for those in the congregation. You see, Lady C and I, we have a friend. He was at Bethel with me. When he left, he was a ministerial servant. He moved into his congregation and he started going to college. He could not get reappointed. So he asked the circus, what's going on you know, my appointment? I was giving public talks in New York and, and everything. And the circulars here point blank told him, we can't appoint you. You're not setting a good example. You left Bethel and now you're going to college. That's not a good example. So the appointment as to whether someone can continue to serve as an elder or ministerial servant, it's going to be local. So based on whatever the congregation that the person is in, that will determine how they will be treated. Isn't that a long ways from telling 8 million Jehovah's Witnesses if a family decides for someone in the home to go to college, do not criticize them. It is their prerogative. I can do what I want to do. It's and now they can actually take action against individuals in this organization. And that is an individual will be dealt with in the congregation, being removed as a ministerial servant, as an elder. Now, what's so interesting, this is why it's important to let people who are not witnesses know that. They have never in their life heard someone being removed from a position because they wanted people in the family to go to school. Only among Jehovah's Witnesses will you find this type of discouragement with higher education. Let me give you another example. We received an email from someone. He indicated how that he had the opportunity to go to college with a scholarship. But he didn't know about it. Why? Because his mother didn't want him to know so she hid it. And it wasn't until years later did he find his paperwork when he was cleaning out his mother's house. And now he looks at his life at the opportunities that he could have had. He could have had, but he didn't. Why? Because his mother, she believed, just like the Watchtower is telling them right now, turn down that scholarship. If you grew up as one of Jehovah's Witnesses, how did your life turn out? Did you accept that scholarship? Did you accept that opportunity to go to school? Or did you do like so many of us did? We listened. We turned it down. You see, the whole reason behind telling their young people not to go to college, but instead go into full-time service, you see, is because they believe the world is going to end so soon. You see, Sanderson makes full-time service sound so wonderful, so exciting. You see, there's a little bit of fine print that he doesn't share with these people. You see, Sanders is saying, look at my life. I turned down my scholarship. I didn't go to college. And look how I turned out. Well, once again, the fine print. You see, the fine print is he's in full-time service at the level where he is taken care of by the organization.
If you read in the Watchtower, you will see them often make the following statements. Many brothers and sisters serving in the traveling work and working at the Watchtower's different headquarters around the world, they gave up college. Well, see, the problem is they're being taken care of. The fact of the matter is the average Jehovah's Witness who goes into full-time service will not be taken care of by the organization. They will find some little part-time job. And this, quote-unquote, career opportunity they will spend for the next 20, 25, 30 years. Now, let's be honest. Look around at your own kingdom hall. In fact, some of us can look at our parents in even our own lives. Witnesses will spend 10, 20 years in full-time service as a career. And at the end, they have nothing to show for it. You see, the premise was the world's going to end soon. Therefore, you'll only be in full-time service a short period of time, and then you'll be in paradise. Well, we know for a hundred years that has not worked out too well for Jehovah's Witnesses. And today, today, as we pointed out, the Pew Report shows that Jehovah's Witnesses, by design, have set their organization up to where its members find themselves in some of the most difficult and challenging financial situations, all because the end of the world did not save them. And we're seeing this. Ladies, C and I, we often discuss this. Our parents are getting up in age. Many of you watching, your parents are getting up in age. Many of us were getting up in age. We weren't supposed to be here, as, as people often say, because the world was supposed to have come to an end. And we would have been safely tucked away in paradise. But the fact of the matter is, many of us are facing retirement. Are we financially where we want to be? And as we look back and we honestly ask the question, what influenced us in making the decisions and choices that we did? It was talks just like the one that Sanderson is giving, where he is telling young people, remain where you are. And to be honest, let's be honest. We are living in the 21st century. Anyone who is working a part-time job, they are not going to be able to set aside the same type of financial resources. They're not going to be able to have anything in terms of a cushion. And you see that. I see that. We talk to people about this all the time. And this is the saddest part about this organization. They have no problem, as we pointed out, if they can use your skills and your talents. But if you want to get the same skills and the same talents to use to take care of yourself and your family, and it involves higher education, it is going to be discouraged. It is going to be discouraged. And that's why we encourage people, take the time and ask the critical thinking questions about this religion. I've had conversations with people over the years and both inside and out. I mean, some diehard Jehovah's Witnesses. And you know what they often say when I bring up this subject about higher education? Point blank. Some of the worst advice I've watched I ever gave. Some of the worst advice. Because they see now 20 years later, 15 years later, where they are not where they want to be, and they know exactly why. And so, once again, the summer convention, the talk, the example of a governing body member turning down college will be used to literally beat young people into submission, and that is very unfortunate. And that's why we make these videos. We believe that you and others and people who are not witnesses should know and be able to think about this seriously. These guys are giving us instructions that is going to impact us as individuals. And where will they be? Well, just like Sanders said, I'm good to go. And that's the case. So the question is, what will you do?
Will you continue to allow others to think for you and make decisions for you? Well, if you do, you will definitely have to deal with whatever the consequences are. So for those of you who have these personal experiences about higher education, please share them below so that other people can read just how many people all around the world have been impacted on these types of directions that Jehovah's Witnesses have received for, yes, well over a hundred years. This has been JT. This program was sponsored by Critical Thinkers.